running left, trying to get to the corner. He didn't get he didn't there. He didn't get it. He didn't get, get there. He, didn't get in. he stopped short. He has stopped short of the goal line. Bears hold the Cowboys out of the end zone. Baylor's going to take over. They hold the Cowboys on fourth and goal from the one-yard line, and Baylor will take over with 24 seconds to play. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. That was Desmond Jackson with the dive for the pylon, and he was inches short. Jaron McVeigh kept him out. What a finish. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Final seconds are going to click off here at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Wow, what a finish. What a finish of this Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game today. Light the tower green. The Banner Bears are 2021 Big 12 Conference champions. What a game. What a finish. What a win for Dave Aranda and the Bears from 2-7 and seven last year to 11-2 and, and Big 12 Conference champions this year. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi, and welcome John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Jerry Hill here from our offices in the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Aaron Sexton in the Alan Samuel Studios. Appreciate you being on with us today. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. That's the end of the game from Saturday. Baylor over Oklahoma State. Aaron, how about that win? How about that finish to the game on Saturday? It was, uh, man, it was just incredible. It's one of the, I mean, even taking out being a Baylor fan, it was one of the best college football games and finishes that I've seen, and I've watched a lot of college football. Uh, I just, yeah. uh, I think I texted you that, you know, I mean, I've watched it. 30 times maybe and you know for the first 10 or 15 I just kept expecting I don't know for some reason to see the nose of that ball touch the pylon you know (laughs) (laughs) it just didn't sink in for a while and then it's like it really happened you know it was it was pretty incredible unbelievable play Jaron McVay makes that tackle of uh, Desmond Jackson keeps him out of the end zone. And there were so many uh, angles of the shot. uh, It didn't even, maybe they did review it, but it didn't stop for a review because it was clear that he didn't touch the pylon. There was even a pylon cam. Have you seen that shot? That one's really good. A camera from the pylon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. uh, Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, it's just, uh, you're talking about the overhead one or... No, no, it's from the pylon. There's a camera in the pylon right there. Oh, I got and, you. And uh, it, it shows, I'll send it to you. It shows that he didn't touch the pylon. So it was close. It was, uh, we said three inches, 
and that was the difference right there. Three inches from winning or losing, being a Big 12 champ or falling just short. Because if he had scored right there, Baylor, I don't think, would have had time with no timeouts left to drive down and score. So that was the difference, uh, three inches uh, from being a Big 12 champ or coming up three inches short. Uh, amazing finish to that game. A lot, a lot of comparisons being made, and I appreciate these, of uh, how big a play that is in Baylor football history. And maybe we need to let it marinate a little bit, but right now it's a huge play in Baylor football history. Uh, people compare that to the blocked punt by Baylor against Texas in 1974. That's the one that turned the tide uh, for, uh, for the Bears, trailing 24-7 to at halftime. They blocked the punt. That got them going in the second half, and they won the game 34-24 over Texas. Uh, again, that was the 1974 championship season. Uh, people compare it to the uh, touchdown pass from Robert Griffin to Terrence Williams, 2011 against Oklahoma at McLean Stadium. The Heisman moment for uh, for Rob in that game. That's a fair comparison. Uh, Baylor didn't go on to win a conference championship with that. Rob did go on to win the Heisman. Um, and then some people thought it, the uh, the uh, touchdown pass from Sean Bell to Dominique Ziegler that beat A and M in 2004. Uh, is uh, should be on this list as well. And I would say that is one of the big plays in Baylor football history. It didn't lead to a conference championship, but it was a huge play and a, and a big, big win, huge win for the Bears over A&M at the time. So, Aaron, when you have that one play, and obviously the game was much more than one play, but that was the one at the end that decided it. When you have that play and you're talking about it with the uh, – uh, iconic plays in Baylor football history, you know that that was a monumental play by Jared McVeigh. Yeah, it's it's funny that you mentioned that. I had the exact conversation with my brother uh, Saturday after the game. And, uh, you know, I think the, the as far as moments, I think uh, Baylor winning the national championship in men's basketball is probably the biggest moment in Baylor sports history. But there was no single play because they were so dominant. Like, especially right. in the Final Four, they just rolled through the entire tournament in the last two games and even the championship game against Gonzaga. But uh, he and I both agreed that that was – and you're, you're right, it probably needs a little time to marinate, but I think it's the biggest single play in, in Baylor athletic history. And we talked about those other plays. The uh, You know, uh, we were he was very young, and I was obviously about two when the block punt happened. Um, but the the Ziegler catch from Sean Bell, and especially the the RG three uh, touchdown throw, that kind of changed the the Baylor program, um, which yeah. up to that point, you know, hadn't made a lot of plays like that. Uh, after that, he won the Heisman, and it put Baylor on the map, and they went on to win a couple of conference championships. But just everything that was on the line and how close it was, I I, I think it I think it tops the list. Yeah, so what a huge what a huge win for the Bears. They're eleven and two on the season, fourth eleven win season in school history. Baylor has never had a twelve win season, and they'll get a chance to do that as they play in the All State Sugar Bowl on New Year's night against the Ole Miss Rebels, Lane Kiffin uh, and company from Ole Miss in New Orleans, back to uh, the Sugar Bowl for the second time 
in three years. Baylor in the CFP poll released yesterday. Number seven, Ole Miss number eight. So great matchup there. Big 12 SEC in the uh, All-State Sugar Bowl on uh, on uh, New Year's Day, New Year's night, uh, 745 kickoff from there. Of course, Jeff Levy, the former uh, Baylor assistant, is the offensive coordinator for an Ole Miss team that is having an outstanding season, especially offensive offensive season. I got to check their stats, their notes, but I think they're averaging over 500 yards a game. So um, that'll be a great matchup. Baylor versus Ole Miss in the All-State Sugar Bowl. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, my sisters will be there and they have invited me, but I think work duty will call and I will be here at the station listening to your call gotcha. and watching on TV. So, but nice. either way, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, We've talked about this before. I I enjoy it either way, you know, um, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it's it's so it's still it's still amazing the progress from last year to this year. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable the jump that the program made from last year to this year. Um, and, oh yeah, and yeah. Dave Aranda should be coach of the year nationally, even though he didn't win yeah. the coverage coach of the year according to the coaches. I think he will. Uh, when the media voting comes out, and I think that it'll be close for National Coach of the Year. I think probably Luke Fickle will win it, um, but I don't know. I think Coach Aranda deserves it. We'll see. Yeah, that's a good point, and and good for Cincinnati. You know, for getting into the playoff first group of five school, future Big 12 school to get into the playoff, great for them. You know, uh, Alabama moved up to number one, Michigan number two, Georgia three, and Cincinnati four. Those are the teams that will be in the uh, college football playoff. And seven Big 12 schools are headed into uh, bowl games this year. We'll look at those coming up a little bit later in the hour. But off and running on this Monday, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. I'm here at our offices, the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Things are hopping around here. As you might imagine, uh, you now uh, there are so many folks working really, really diligently behind the scenes to uh, make preparations for the trip to New Orleans uh, for the team and uh, traveling party. Everyone else uh, headed to New Orleans. A lot of work going on here. Uh, and coming up, we'll let you hear the uh, press conference with Coach Aranda yesterday. This is the Sugar Bowl press conference after Baylor was uh, invited and accepted the bid to the All-State Sugar Bowl on New Year's night. So we'll let you hear from Coach Aranda coming up uh, in just a few minutes. Right now, take a break. Be back with more in a moment. John Morris Show on a Monday brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight and not quite as windy. Low temperatures falling to 36 degrees. Tomorrow we start with a few clouds otherwise becoming mostly sunny. Highs top out at 64 and mostly sunny on Wednesday. Much warmer and again well above normal with a high of 75. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
recently on Game Time. You know, obviously DeMarcus Lawrence left after the first week. Randy Gregory's been in and out. Brent Urban was placed on injured reserve a few weeks ago. Back in the preseason when the Cowboys visited the Arizona Cardinals, they lost defensive tackle Neville Gallimore, who's, you know, clearly the best defensive tackle. And so he hasn't played at all so far this season. That's their starting four. DeMarcus Lawrence, Neville Gallimore, Brent Urban, Randy Gregory. And they have never had all four of them together. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WEB. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Big 12 champions number seven Baylor is heading to the Sugar Bowl to face number eight Ole Miss on New Year's Day in New Orleans in the Caesar Superdome with a 7:45 kickoff. Six other Big 12 teams are bowling: West Virginia versus Minnesota in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, Texas Tech versus Mississippi in the Liberty Bowl, Kansas State versus LSU in the Texas Bowl, Iowa State and Clemson in the Cheez It Bowl, Oklahoma and Oregon in the Alamo Bowl, and the Fiesta Bowl has Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame. Clemson defensive coordinator Brent Venables is Oklahoma was new head football coach. Number five seed Baylor Volleyball is headed back to Madison, Wisconsin to take on the number 12 seed Minnesota in the region semifinals of the NCAA Volleyball Tournament on Thursday. Monday Night Football has the Patriots and Bills 7-15 kickoff on ESPN. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us on a Monday, John Morris Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Some sounds of the season. A little bit cooler today. Still not uh, very December-like, but man, what a nice day today. Uh, warm and kind of muggy, really, over the weekend, but uh, front blew in last night. Aaron, I, I got up. I think it was 5.20 this morning to let the dogs out. Not my choice, but let them out and lay back down. And then I think I heard the rain right after that. 
and then the time by the time we got back up about 6:30, uh, the rain had moved on through. But I think that was the front coming coming into town, coming into Waco, uh, right about that time because uh, rain sounded like it was being blown pretty hard into the windows. Um, but uh, a little cooler today, not bad out there. A lot of sunshine. Looking out my window, bright blue sky. So really, really nice here in Central Texas. And glad you're back with us uh, on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris Show. We'll let you hear Dave Aranda's uh, Zoom press conference with the media for the uh, uh, for the All-State Sugar Bowl coming up in just a bit. A little bit later, look at the entire Big 12 lineup of teams set to go to bowl games this year. Good representation with seven teams advancing to uh, bowl games this year. Uh, also from the weekend, Baylor men's basketball won big at home over Arkansas Pine Bluff on Saturday. Bears don't play again until Sunday, and that's the big matchup with Villanova. I need to look at the poll uh, if that's out already today and see where uh, Baylor and Villanova are. Um, but uh, Sweet 16 rematch from last year, Baylor and Villanova, 2 p.m. Sunday in the Farrell Center, and it's here on ESPN Central Texas. And the women uh, won a tight one over Missouri. Wouldn't have been so tight if they'd hit uh, free throws a little better, but Baylor won 70-68 to over Missouri in the Big 12 SEC Women's Basketball Challenge on Saturday evening. Now the women play again Wednesday at 11 a.m. Remember, the men already had an 11 a.m. game. This is the women's uh, I'm Going to College game where elementary school students come in to the Farrell Center and uh, get a taste of being on the Baylor campus, get to uh, see this uh, top 10 Baylor women's team in action. They'll host Alcorn State. It's 11 a.m. on Wednesday. Pre-game show at 1030 here on ESPN Central Texas. What'd you say, Aaron? Oh, uh, Sorry, that was off here. Um, I do have the. Oh, the, sorry. No, you're good. Um, the new top 25 poll is out. Purdue is the new unanimous number one. The number okay. two team is now Baylor. They move up to two. Ooh, number two. And they will take on number six, Villanova. So it's wow. two versus six. How about that? So, uh, coming yeah. up Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So Baylor up to number two in the poll behind uh, Purdue. How about that? Pretty good shakeup in the pole there at the top, and Baylor taking advantage and moving up. It's that win over Arkansas Pine Bluff. That'll get you up to number two. <laughs> That's exactly right. Nation. Strength of schedule. Dish. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, uh, hey, that's good to know. Very good. And how about Purdue being number one in the nation? When was the last time Purdue was ranked that highly? It's been a long time. I mean, they, they have yeah, a I very, think so too. very good tradition of basketball, but they've have been yeah. down, you know, for quite a few years, it seems like. Um, the The most memorable game I can remember for Purdue in the past 20 years or so was when uh, Baylor beat them in Scott Drew's second year. <laughs> when they were ranked and Baylor upset them, you know, they, that's right. Up there, the year yeah. after they uh, didn't play a non-conference with basically about seven players, I think they went to Purdue. Yeah. And, and upset them when they were ranked. So um, yeah, good for Purdue. Good. Yeah. Like you said, they, they haven't, they, uh, it's a, you think of them as a tradition, traditional basketball powerhouse, but they, they've really fallen off kind of in the, in the last few years. Right. 
So Purdue number one, Baylor number two, and Villanova number six in the nation with the Wildcats coming into the Farrell Center on Sunday. Baylor women versus Alcorn State Wednesday, 11 a.m. in the Farrell Center. Baylor uh, volleyball, the number five national seed. They advanced to the regional round of the NCAA tournament, had wins, uh, 3-0 sweeps over A&M Corpus Christi and then Washington State. And Baylor volleyball next will take on uh, 12th seed, uh, Minnesota coming up on uh, Thursday. It's Thursday afternoon for Baylor Volleyball. So good luck to uh, Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball. Uh, they could now face Minnesota and then potentially Wisconsin uh, for a trip to the Final Four in Madison, Wisconsin as their next two. But right now completely focused on Minnesota, a team they beat early in the year. Back in August, they won up there 3-1, to one, I think it was, over Minnesota. So good luck to Baylor Volleyball as they continue down the road in the NCAA tournament. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, I'll let you listen in to Dave Aranda's Zoom meeting with the media yesterday, the Sugar Bowl welcome press conference. We've got that when we come back a little bit later. We'll go through the entire Big 12 bowl schedule. Plenty more to come. Hey, we're glad you're with us on this Monday. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Ring in the new year with Baylor football in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 champion Bears and the Ole Miss Rebels, Saturday, January 1st from New Orleans in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 and the SEC. On January 1st, in the All-State Sugar Bowl, right here on the home of Baylor Bear Football, ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram too or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. And once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign. And they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 10th, listeners to this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. The Marines will then distribute the toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you add your name to Richard Carr's inbound new vehicle purchase list or purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Big 12 champions number seven Baylor is heading to the Sugar Bowl to face number eight Ole Miss on New Year's Day in New Orleans in the Caesar Superdome with a 7:45 kickoff. Six other Big 12 teams are bowling: West Virginia versus Minnesota in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, Texas Tech versus Mississippi in the Liberty Bowl, Kansas State versus LSU in the Texas Bowl, Iowa State and Clemson in the Cheez It Bowl, Oklahoma and Oregon in the Alamo Bowl, and the Fiesta Bowl has Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame. Clemson defensive coordinator Brent Venables is Oklahoma's new head football coach. Number five seed Baylor volleyball is headed back to Madison, Wisconsin, to take on the number twelve seed Minnesota in the region semifinals of the NCAA volleyball tournament on Thursday. Monday night football has the Patriots and Bills 7-15 kickoff on ESPN. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore show on ESPN Central Texas. Man, what a scene here inside AT&T Stadium. Let's go down to Ricky Thompson. Hey guys, th- just think back about this. Oklahoma State had the ball on the one yard line twice with first time. Yeah. Their time did they get it in. Meet the time they had to kick a field goal on the first one. The second one they didn't score at all. This defense deserves all the credit in the world. They bent on the last one, but they sure didn't break. Uh. Hey, and Ricky, let me say this. Jeremy Bay, a senior, backup really. He's a sixth year guy out of Richmond, Texas. That play he made, that effort, that's all of offseason. That's being a guy who's been here. That's an amazing play he made to secure the win. Unbelievable play. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. I like cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. That's uh, at the end of the game on Saturday. Baylor over Oklahoma State, 21-16 the final score. Bears win the Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship and win the Big 12 Championship with that uh, victory over 
the Oklahoma State Cowboys. With uh, the announcement yesterday, the college football playoff uh, teams announced, we told you those four, Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, and Cincinnati going into the playoffs. Then the other bowl announcements uh, fell in line after that. No surprise, really. Baylor representing the Big 12 as the conference champion headed to the All-State Sugar Bowl for the second time in three years. And the Bears will be matched against the Ole Miss Rebels. There was thought that it could be Baylor and Alabama in that Sugar Bowl if Georgia had beaten Alabama convincingly and knocked them out of the playoff. But of course, you know, Alabama won the game pretty convincingly over Georgia. And uh, so both the uh, Tide and the Bulldogs are in the CFP. So that means that uh, Ole Miss gets the Sugar Bowl spot. It'll be the second meeting all time between Baylor and Ole Miss. The first one all the way back September 6th 1975, and that was a Baylor win, so only the second meeting all-time between these two, and uh, it'll be fun. The lead-up to that game, New Year's night in New Orleans, Baylor and Ole Miss. Both coaches uh, appeared as part of a press conference uh, on Zoom yesterday. Here is Dave Aranda and his thoughts as the Bears are headed to New Orleans. That's taken place both off the field and on the field. And um, to see um, to see uh, people not have to uh, cover themselves up, but um, leave themselves open to to trust again, um, and to um, um, uh, try to achieve things that um, are bigger than than just a a, a solo pursuit to achieve things for other people and to be a part of a team. And so just to see that kind of come together and to be a part of that is uh, very strong for me and it uh, it's inspiring. Uh, we're blessed to be in this position and to play in such a great bowl game and in such a great venue, in such a great city, uh, a city that has a lot of meaning for me. And then to play an opponent, um, um, like Mississippi with Coach Kiffin and just his um, just his um, uh, track record and uh, his expertise and um, just the eyes that are on him and the program, I know will will um, bring a, a, a big viewership to the game. And I think it's a, a good contrast in styles. And so we're awfully looking forward to that challenge. Uh, with that, I'll take any questions you guys got. Thank you very much, Coach. Our first question will go to Eric Kelly. Eric, please unmute yourself and ask your question. Hey, Coach, Eric Kelly of Fox 44 here in Waco. Hey, just uh, in terms of that Ole Miss offense, a lot of what they talk about is, you know, that that quick, you know, high, a lot of plays in a short amount of time, not a lot of play, not a lot of time in between plays. How do you think what you faced in the Big 12 this year offensively will help prepare you guys for what you're about to see in that offense? I uh, appreciate the question. I think it is different um, what Ole Miss does than what we see. I think we we have seen uh, teams that have the ability to go tempo and um, can sporadically kind of um, go fast, you know, maybe after a, uh, an earned first down or maybe after just a general big play. Um, but I think um, what Ole Miss does is it's it's more of 
a way of doing things that combined with um, uh, big splits by receivers and their their ability to um, uh, make make uh, mismatches and create uh, positive plays for them uh, and really negate negative ones, I think is a what is a big strength and is something that makes them unique. And so I think for us, the ability to get lined up, to have real simple communication um, and we have on the ball calls and we've got the ability to pressure when stuff's moving fast. So we're not, you know, um, uh, too basic and too predictable, I think are all challenges that are inherent in playing a, an offense like Ole Miss. Our next question will be from Ted Lewis from the New Orleans Advocate. Ted, please unmute yourself and ask the question. Yes, uh, Dave, a couple of things that I, you were saying, or they were saying this morning, you, you're off recruiting. Where are you and what kind of reception are you getting? And secondly, uh, the uh, trend has been for teams not in the playoffs to have a uh, uh, a few players, sometimes several players, opt out of playing in the bowl. Uh, how do you plan to address that with your players, and what do you see happening along that line? I appreciate the question. Um, yeah, so I'm in uh, Dallas right now. I'm in a parking lot of a Burger King. <laughs> uh, I pulled off the freeway, uh, so could be in uh, one spot for this call with you guys. I'm thankful for it, you know. But reception has been really good. I think, you know, uh, families uh, were at our game, um, um, you know, yesterday. And so uh, a lot of good memories from that and just, you know, have, have been to the games there in Waco at McLean and just excited um, like like I am too, just to see the growth of the team. And, and uh, I think it's one thing to always kind of, you know, the feeling that you get when you're on campus and the feeling that you get when you're visiting um, um, you know, an unofficial visit and all of it. I think that's one thing, the connection and the uh, transparency and the honesty. It's another to, you know, can you win doing all that? Can you win like this? And I think to have that piece, um, I'm sure helps, you know. Uh, but then I think for the, you know, the opting out, I was, you know, the, that is something that I, I hope, um, I, I hope that our team, just through our day-to-day -day and just through our, um, our preparation, um, going all the way back to winter, to, to spring, to summer, to fall camp, and just how everything counts, everything matters, and uh, team unit me, I hope that there's an, an understanding of kind of where I'm going to come from in that regard prior to to even kind of starting you know and so i think the more um uh the more you're at a place and the more that you've got a culture that's set i think that's the case i'm hopeful it is with us i think there's probably uh, a question with all of it um right now you know in terms of where that is in terms of um um you know what their expectation of is of me with that but you know when i do get back with the team i'll, I'll address it and just talk about what an opportunity it, it, it is for us to finish what we started and if there are instances where uh, there needs to be discussions on just on just personal things and 
what's best for you as um, as uh, an individual, then I'd love to have those. Um, and so I think, um, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the sign of the times. And so I can, as I can definitely understand it, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that they have an idea of where I'm coming from. Our next question is from John Werner with the Waco Tribune Herald. Yeah, hi, Dave. Um, would you expect there'd be a pretty good chance uh, Gary Bohannon would play considering it's a few weeks away? I would. If he continues with the improvement that he has, that he has made, I would, I would think that he would play. Thank you. Next, we'll go to Jerry Hill from BaylorBears.com. Hey, Dave. Um, just knowing your personality, I think I know the answer, but do you allow yourself time to reflect and appreciate where the team has come from, or are you just kind of focused on the next thing? Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that question. It's uh, focusing on the next thing and, you know, recruiting. So, like, you know, last night we get home, we take the bus. I think it was me and Vic Valoria and Dennis Pullian on the bus one. I don't know. There might have been someone else on there in the back. I didn't see. I think the majority of the team went back with their parents, you know, and so it's just us three, you know, getting a police escort back into Waco and all of it. But appreciative of all that. And I think we get back in, in town and family is, is back home and, um, you know, stay up for a little bit and crash and um, don't stay up very long and then wake up this morning and then we're off, you know. And so it's the, the I think the advantage of playing in the championship game, I think is, is pretty, um, it, it, it can be obvious. I think that the one of the negatives is just not being on the road that week or just not as much as you'd like to be. I think so, I think was talking with Coach Gundy prior to the game and, and he had asked what we were doing and, and he described what they were doing. And, and I think both are pretty similar in that you tried to get out on the Sunday prior and then you tried to get out after practice here or there as best you could. But, um, you know, it's nice to be able to connect with um, your people and let them know that you're, uh, you're thinking about them and that you, uh, you're looking forward to them signing up with you here pretty quick. Thank you. Next question is from Trey Isles with PSP Sports. Yeah, Dave, um, I, I believe you've uh, game planned against Lane Kiffin before in the past. How much does that benefit you going into this game? Is it something that you can look back on and say, okay, we did this, this, and this? And is, is, it, a, is it a helpful thing? Um, appreciate the question. I think the I think things of there there are um, some different circumstances uh, to to that. I, I I remember that was back in uh, I want to say it was 2016. Um, and so there are some things that have changed. I think what you get though is just kind of how and I think he has this from me too. It's just how you know you how we think or like for me looking at him like how he thinks right his his view of what openers are, his view of if things aren't working, uh, what does he go to, his view of uh, what third downs are or how to attack man coverage or, um, you know, how to attack drop eight um, coverage. I think those are kind of those kind of foundational, simple, um, concise things are there if you know somebody uh, to a degree. 
I think. So the less specific, more general, more wide ranging, um, I think he definitely has those from me as well. And so it, it does add a layer to the game. We have time for one final question. This will be from Shahan Jaharaja. Sharan, go ahead. Hey, Coach. Uh, obviously, with how successful this season has been, there's been interest around the country in you. I, I'm curious, what conversations have you and Baylor had about your future there, and what's kind of your uh, your process like for this? Oh, I appreciate the question. I think, um, you know, the what Baylor represents to me is the the value um, in that there's things bigger than football, and the and that it and that you know foundationally you know it um to get wherever we're going we've got to start with people and we've got to recognize people and truly care about people and um you know i think whether it's baylor university uh for sure uh baylor athletics um you know just I think that is the uh, that is the special uh, sauce. I think that's what um, connects these teams that do all of this winning at Baylor, and I think that's what connects the um, the uh, the university and the community. Um, and so, just for me, it 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 aligns so well, and it pushes me to be a better person. And I think like that growth and that ability to, um, to not be outwardly focused, but to be more inwardly focused um, is always been a, a true belief of mine. And I think Baylor helps me in that pursuit. And so just in talking with Mac and um, Mac Rhodes and our administration, I try to as best I can convey that and that this is where I want to be, this fits me. Um, and, you know, I think never been really, um, you know, have never really looked on the outside, um, have always been very preoccupied with what's on the inside. And I, and I think Max sees that and I think appreciates it, I hope. And um, ho I hope to be here for a very long time. Thank you very much for your time today, Coach Aranda, and uh, we appreciate it and look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks down here in New Orleans. Hey, thank you. All right, that's Dave Aranda, his Zoom press conference yesterday afternoon uh, through the Sugar Bowl. And uh, Aaron, you know, he's probably got pretty good feelings about playing in that building. That was the place where uh, he was a part of the LSU staff when they won the national championship two years ago. So I am guessing... Uh, <laughs> He'll have some pretty good feelings going back into what is now called the, uh, what, Caesars Superdome in New Orleans. Yeah, and that's a, that's a pretty great resume, you know, to get, to get a national championship ring as a defensive coordinator at LSU and then two years later to come to Baylor and get the Big 12 championship. It's, uh, it's pretty special, I, I, I would imagine. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Just two years later right. uh, to be back there playing in the Sugar Bowl, number seven team in the nation in the CFP rankings, and uh, uh, Ole Miss is number eight. 
All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Got some birthdays, uh, some big birthdays today to share with you. And more, we'll look ahead and wrap things up in the 3 p.m. hour. John Morris Show on a Monday. And we'll be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women hosting their I'm Going to College game Wednesday morning in the Farrell Center against Alcorn State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Wednesday. This season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is McGregor General Store. They are an official Perina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets. McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love. Including boots from Ariat and Twisted Edge. Shoes from Hey Dude. And clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Scent. Go buy and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's one you all can sing with us when the Saints go marching in. Well, you may hear that tune. Uh, that's Louis Armstrong. May hear that a little bit over the next few weeks. Headed to New Orleans for the All-State Sugar Bowl, January 1st, Baylor and Ole Miss. Look forward to a trip back there to the Crescent City. Welcome back. John Morris Show on a Monday. Final segment. Wrap things up and hand things off to uh, Matt Mosley. Matt will be in 4 to 6 this afternoon as normal. And then a reminder, every weekday morning, uh, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., it is game time with Tom Barfield and Ward White's right here on ESPN Central Texas. That is every, I mean every, weekday morning from 
from 7 to 9 a.m. Let's, uh, let's uh, look at some birthdays uh, today and maybe even go back over the weekend and uh, tell you what, to start our list today, uh, it is Max Calderon's birthday today. Max is in our athletic communications department here, works with uh, football, secondary and football, and uh, baseball. You'll do baseball this year. Uh, and happy birthday to Max Calderon uh, in our office. Mm, let's see. I'm still looking down my list. Mm, got a lot of messages <laughs> to go through from the weekend. So it's taken me a minute to get to the list of birthdays. Uh, seriously, I'm still not there. Mm. Yeah, still looking. Uh, Aaron, why don't you help me out? Who, who do you have on your birthday list today? Got a few people on the list. Um, All right. Director Judd Apatow is 54, and he has done a lot of uh, really good comedies, uh, Trainwreck, Knocked Up, um, Get Him to the Greek, just a, a bunch, a bunch of uh, really, really good comedies, which there aren't a lot of <laughs> anymore. You just don't see a lot of really good comedies that uh, come out anymore, especially in theaters. Uh, Johnny Manziel turns 29 today. Hmm. And uh, NBA star, the Greek freak, Giannis At and a teeny, golly, I, I'll yeah. always, always mess it up. I'm just going to say Greek Freak because I know the pronunciation <laughs> of his name, but I can't say it. Does that make sense? And yeah, a no, I, I, I know exactly. You know, I mean, I've heard yeah. it a million and, times, and I can, I, I know the pronunciation. I just have trouble saying it. But he is 27. I know exactly. Of the uh, reigning NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks, the Greek Freak turns. He's just 27, John. It seems like he's been in the wow. league for a decade, doesn't it? I know, exactly. And it's a sore spot with Mavericks fans, knowledgeable Mavericks fans, because Donnie Nelson scouted him and wanted to draft him. And he was overruled, or else he would have been Is a that Dallas right? Maverick. Yes. They, he was still there when they drafted, and uh, uh, they, they went another direction against his advice to draft him, and the rest is history for Milwaukee. They have a ring because of that decision. So, I mean, that? you know. Obviously, the Mavericks wouldn't have ended up with Luka if that would happen. That would have happened, but you know, mm -hmm. it's 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 kind of uh, kind of weird to think about how things would have been different if they had drafted the Greek Freak, especially considering that they would have still had Dirk for a few years, you know, during his early years in the league. So yeah, right. But anyway, happy birthday to the Greek Freak. All right, is that it? Yeah, that's it for today. All right, very good. Uh, here are a couple birthdays that I found today. It's Zach Jonigan's birthday. Happy birthday to Zach. I'm sure Zach is tuned in on a Monday afternoon listening to us, so happy birthday to Zach Jonigan. And it is Joe Davis's birthday. Joe is the uh, uh, TV voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, had the unenviable task of following Vin Scully, uh, but Joe does a, an outstanding job. And was supposed to, and does a lot of games for Fox uh, football and basketball. Also, was supposed to be here for one of the Baylor broadcasts on Fox this year, and I was really looking forward to that. But uh, uh, something changed, and oh, I know it changed. He went into COVID protocol and uh, and couldn't travel. That's what it was. 
So uh, Joe was supposed to be here. We'll have to wait and get him here another time. But Joe Davis's birthday today with the Dodgers. So uh, that's it. That's my list, uh, short list for today. Happy birthday to those folks. And I uh, hope they have a great birthday. All right, uh, Aaron, uh, what's coming up? Tell us what's uh, coming up with Matt Mosley between 4 and 6 this afternoon. We will be talking Baylor winning the Big 12 championship, obviously, Saturday with their like win it. over Oklahoma State. Um, at 420, we will be talking. We will have a special guest. Um, I'm going to wait on saying who that is uh, at 5 oh, o'clock. Oh, a surprise yes, special guest. Yes, absolutely, and it's, it's going to be a good one. But um, at 5 o'clock, we'll have uh, Kevin Longquist from SickumSports.com. He will talk about the game and – Plus the usual, Campus Confidential, the dismount, and much more. All right, very good. So that's coming up between 4 and 6 right here. Just keep it here for Matt Mosley coming up top of the hour. I uh, told you we'd uh, give you the Big 12 lineup. Ward has had that in his sports centers today. But uh, here's the lineup. Seven Big 12 schools headed to bowl games. Two started off on Tuesday, December 28th. Texas Tech and Mississippi State in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl in Memphis. That is the 28th, 545 p.m. It's on ESPN. Then later that night at 915, it's the Guaranteed Rate Bowl in Phoenix. That's the game that uh, has had several different uh, title sponsors. Baylor played out there when it was the Cactus Bowl. And this year is the Guaranteed Rate Bowl with West Virginia and Minnesota. On Wednesday, the 29th, the Cheez-It Bowl which had been in Phoenix at one point, now is in Orlando. The Cheez-It Bowl matching Iowa State and Clemson. How about that on ESPN 445 in the afternoon? Then later that night from San Antonio, the Valero Alamo Bowl. Really good matchup. 16th ranked Oklahoma versus number 14 Oregon. And that is from San Antonio on Wednesday, December 29th. Two Big 12 schools in action on New Year's Day. The PlayStation... PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, ninth-ranked Oklahoma State versus number five, Notre Dame. That is a noon kickoff on New Year's Day on ESPN. And then that night, of course, Baylor versus Ole Miss, number seven, Baylor, number eight, Ole Miss in the All-State Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, scheduled for a 745 kickoff. It'll be on ESPN and, of course, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then a game after the uh, turn of the calendar, Tuesday, January 4th, it's the Tax Act Texas Bowl in Houston, Kansas State versus LSU, 8 p.m. on ESPN on Tuesday, January 4th, after the new year. So those are the Big 12 schools, seven of them that are going bowling this year. Very good representation, two in New Year's Six Bowls, none in the college football playoff, but uh, again, Baylor just out of the running there uh, with uh, a number seven national seed. And then Oklahoma State just out of the running with a number nine national seed as well. All right. Appreciate you being with us today. Aaron, thank you very much. I will see you in studio tomorrow. Right now, stay tuned. The Matt Mosley Show is coming up four to six right here on ESPN Central Texas. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Sick'em. In a rematch of last season's Sweet 16 matchup in Indianapolis, it's Baylor and Villanova this Sunday in the Farrell Center. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Bears, Wildcats, Baylor and Villanova. Sunday here 
on the home of the defending national champions, ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, 